welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. You know, God is moving right now all over the world. He's drawing people to himself. God is using the arts and entertainment. He's using music, movies, you name it. He wants to use us all. And God is creative. You think about it. He created the heavens and the earth. He created you and we're created in his image. Therefore, that makes us creative. Even if you're not an artist, even if you're, uh, it doesn't matter if you're an accountant, God created you in his image. Therefore, you have access to his unlimited creativity. And that's what I want to talk about today. I have a special guest on. He's a friend of mine, Darren Wilson from Wanderlust Productions. He's a filmmaker, television producer. He's a, actually author of several books, and he is absolutely powerfully advancing the kingdom of God all over the world. Darren's released a number of films and television shows and written books, and maybe you remember him from Finger of God, Furious Love, Father of Lights, the one I was on, Holy Ghost, and also Holy Ghost Reborn. Darren, welcome to the show. Thanks, Doug. Thanks for having me, buddy. Yeah. Wow. Just why don't you just tell everybody about yourself so we know who you are? Yeah. So, I mean, you kind of you kind of hit some of the high points, but um, a lot of people don't know. But um, I actually, before I became a filmmaker, which is kind of I guess that's my main day job now, uh, I was actually a college professor for 13 years up in Chicago. So, um, you know, for me, you know, I, I kind of grew up in the church. And, um, for those people who don't know my story at all, I, I was just, I was always kind of like the good kid. And I just, I always believed in God. And I, I don't think I ever knew a day in my life without, you know, knowing at least who Jesus was. But, um, by the time I think I turned around about when I turned 30 is when I started making these movies. And at that point, I think I had just kind of, my faith had grown really stale. It had grown, uh, had weeds all around it. And I just, I just, I don't know. I, I couldn't, I, I believed, but I didn't, my, my wife always described it. Like my faith was like wallpaper where it was just, it colored my vision. It colored everything, but like, I, I didn't interact with it with as much anymore. So, um, but you know, making these movies, um, and now gosh, TV shows, you know, what it did is it, it, it awakened this kind of, I don't want to call it a beast, but it, it, it awakened something inside of me that, you know, where I, I finally understood why God had created me. And, uh, but more than anything, I became uh, a friend of God. And that's over the last 10 years, that's been the, the coolest thing about this, this whole journey. So that's kind of, that's, that's what I do now. I'm a, I'm a filmmaker. I'm a, I, I make uh, movies, I make TV shows, uh, I've written three books, but, um, you know, I just, I just love to communicate in the heart of God to people. So that's, that's wow. Kinda, that's so what I powerful. What, I mean, you know, here it is a journey, right? From a professor. So, you, you know, you're obviously have some intellect, right? And, and <laughs> you're serving the Lord and then suddenly God interrupts you. Do you remember when that happened? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was in, uh, Toronto actually, uh, up at the, uh, the crazy airport church. And, uh, I remember my wife dragged me up there and I didn't, I didn't want to go, um, 
And it's, it's kind of, it's funny because it's like, it's like, you know, we're all kind of, you and I were friends with a lot of the same people, Heidi Baker and all these guys. And, and it's funny, all of our stories are very similar. Like the first time, you know, and a lot of it comes out of this, this Toronto thing. And um, I remember the first time I was there, I hated it. I mean, oh my gosh, I just, I never wanted to go back. And so my wife dragged me there for some, it was like a prophetic conference. And I remember just thinking, everybody here is crazy. Like this isn't of God, like this place is nuts. Uh, and then I just, the Lord, you know, long story short, he hit me upside the head. I had a, I had a, a, a wild, um, angelic encounter and uh, another friend of mutual friend of ours, Bob Jones was one of the speakers. And, uh, I thought Bob was a nut. I thought he was <laughs> absolutely, insane. um, and I remember it was during worship and he, he got up on stage and he interrupted worship and he says, you know, I just, just want you all to know that an angel has just entered the building and his name is a breakthrough. And he goes on and he tells all this, this background about breakthrough and everybody's going crazy. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm in the back and I'm just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And, um, so they just keep worshiping. And so I just decided to, you know, be the one good, you know, true Christian here and not be crazy. And just, just, I'm just going to worship God like in a normal calm way. And, uh, about five minutes later, I have this, this, there's no other way to describe it other than a massive encounter with this angel named breakthrough. Um, and uh, he, he came up to me. I, I could see him with my eyes closed very, very clearly. And he spoke to me. Uh, and three times he asked me, are you ready? And three times I said, yes. I'm not, I didn't even know what I was saying yes to. And uh, he said that after the third time, he just looked at me and he said, make that movie. And uh, it was, it was, I knew that about four months before that, I, I had gotten this idea that I knew was from the Lord for this, this crazy little documentary about miracles. Um, but I didn't want to do it because it was super Christian. It was documentary. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a professor. I'm a writer. I don't, I don't make movies. And so I was kind of running from it, but then I had this kind of encounter and the Lord put me, (laughs) put me in my tracks. And and so, yeah, I had this, I had this encounter with the angel and breakthrough. And, um, after that, I just started, I started making this movie and just borrowed money from friends and family and borrowed equipment from the school where I was teaching. And, uh, yeah, made finger of God. And uh, the rest is history, man. Wow, wow, yeah, I I remember that, and um, I I didn't. I mean, I remember you going through that process, but I didn't know that it was through a you know a prophetic word with Bob Jones and the angel breakthrough. How powerful yeah. is that? Wow. Yeah, and it's interesting too because now you look at even you look at the films, and they definitely have this kind of. You know, I don't know any way else to put it, but they have a, a kind of a spirit of breakthrough on them. That's where they can kind of break through people's perceptions. They break through their, you know, the things that they have against Christians or Christianity or God or whatever. And it just kind of breaks down people's walls. And uh, it's just, it's interesting that that was kind of the, the, the commission that started it all. Yeah, that's very powerful. And a lot of people don't realize that you can have those encounters and it's just, you know, you have your eyes closed. It doesn't have to be a straight up angel standing in front of you like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's definitely the only time that's ever happened to me. I mean, I've I've had lots of encounters with the Lord, but it's all it's been much more uh, tender and sweet and and kind of chill. That was definitely the, the the one big one, and I think partly because I was such a skeptic in the beginning that I think the Lord knew, like He really needed to hit me upside the head, you know, to, to, He needed to give me a good whack to to get me off my rear end to do this thing, because yeah. there is no way I was going to do it. Right. That's, you know, that's something people don't realize about the supernatural side of God is, you know, you don't have to have these big encounters if you're already doing what he wants you to do. You know? 
And sometimes it's got to be yeah. like the Apostle Paul, you know, on the road to Damascus, you know, get knocked on your yeah. butt a little bit. Yeah, everybody wants the big encounter, but I'm like, actually, if you get the big encounter, you're probably being an idiot. That's why you're probably having the big encounter. So <laughs> better to just like, let's just, just be, have intimacy oh, with the Lord and right. that's, go that route. That's what I say, anyway. Yeah, so that, <laughs> yeah, so what year was that when you did Finger of God? Uh, that was uh, 2006, I believe. I yeah. remember it. I remember you calling me, and I was living in North Carolina at the time, in Moravian Falls, yeah. and you called me because... You said uh, something about the Lord said that there was going to be a move of God happen in Chile, and the Lord told you to call me, and you were going to you were uh, filming Furious Love, and you wanted yeah. to capture what happened in Chile on Furious Love. Right, I totally forgot about that. That's so funny. And I wanted so bad to do it. I mean, I was going. Sure enough, I was going to Chile, and and uh, turned out the the group down there uh, said no, they didn't want to bring in the cameras. But I'm yeah. telling you, you were right. The Lord was right. When I got down there, I think it was right around 2008 or something like that. And I got down there. It was the most powerful time I've ever had to date. I mean, mm. the Lord moved like I've never seen before. And it never got captured. And oh. um, sadly, uh, it should have been on furious love. You know, uh, the yeah. Lord wanted it on furious love. But they, there was just some disconnects or whatever. But yep. it was absolutely right, and it was a powerful encounter there. So, well, it, it only took us a, a movie later, and we were, we were finally able to hook up. So that was good. Yeah. So the Lord did tell me that that you were going to ask me, and I think you came to one of my workshops. I was with yep. Patricia King. I was doing how to, how to do comedy and ministry or something like that, and it was kind of a silly, you know, showing people how to do stand up and do stand up and messages. And you yeah. were there. You were in the crowd. Yep, like, yeah, because I knew I was going to ask you again. So I was like, I didn't care about comedy and stand up. I was just like, I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this guy in my next movie. So I thought, like, wow, I'm looking out of there. Hey, there's Darren Wilson. <laughs> he must really love me. Yeah, <laughs> I actually knew because I'm prophetic. You know, I, I knew what was going on. Plus, you were a speaker, right? Was it? Weren't you one of the speakers? I was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was speaking of, yeah. Yeah, it was a powerful weekend there in in uh, Arizona as well when we did that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, so then you did Furious Love and then Father of Lights, and I was part of that one and uh, many other people. It was a powerful time. You came out to L.A. And did you know, as you're looking at it, does, did the Lord really give you anything, uh, you know, or did you learn something specific or give you anything for each of these movies? Yeah, I mean, each one, I mean, it, honestly, I, I people think that I have a— Kind of, I go in these movies and it's all kind of planned out. And I know what I want to do. I, honestly, I just have lots of questions, and so for each each movie that I do, there's always kind of a, a specific theme or a topic that I'm kind of going after. Um, and it's honestly, it's the it's the topic that I'm that I'm dealing with at that time. So you know, with Finger of God, it was you know, is God still in the business of miracles? Because I was hearing all these crazy stories, and my aunt and uncle had gotten gold teeth, and you know, I'm like, I'm like, this, this stuff actually happening. Um, and just wanted to kind of just go investigate it. And then with Furious Love, it's like I had been hearing all this stuff about spiritual warfare and the demonic and all this kind of stuff. And I just wanted to find out, like, what is, you know, what is love and what does love look like? And what does it look like in the midst of darkness? Uh, so for, with Father of Lights, though, um, I always knew that was going to be probably one of the most important films I, I would ever make because it was about the father. It was about the father's heart. And... Um, you know, when, when I was at my absolute kind of, I guess, lowest spiritually before I made any of these movies, when I was 
barely holding on. Um, there was one guy uh, I hated going to conferences. I hated going to, I honestly hated going to church. But there was one guy, he came, um, he came to, to my home church, and um, I remember, I think my wife dragged me, but I actually really liked this guy. It was, um, you probably, you may have known him, Jack Frost. Yes. And his whole stuff on embracing the Father's heart, I mean, that was, that was honestly, before Bob, before Toronto, that was the thing that started to kind of melt the, the iciness around my heart. So I always had this kind of soft spot for the Father, but I also had a, I was very aware that I definitely did not have the proper perspective of the Father, because I was hearing people talking about him, and it was revelatory to me. And so for, for me, Father of Lights was one of the most important things because it's really what, what broke down my defenses um, towards the Father. Because I always viewed the Father as just this kind of stern, kind of not mean, but like he definitely wasn't the cuddly one. You know, like Jesus was like, was like your homeboy. Jesus was like your brother. He was the one that was like nice and sweet and you could hang out with. The Father was kind of like distant and whatever. But, you know, making that movie was really, um, that's really what opened my eyes and, and, you know, over the years it's opened millions of other people's eyes to, to, to the true heart of the Father, which is, you know, it's like Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Like, you know, if you love Jesus, you're going you're gonna to really love his old man, you know. So um, for, for me, that was a really, really important film. And then when you move on to the Holy Ghost and Holy Ghost Reborn, um, those were two where I just, I knew I, I really wanted to understand um, more about the Holy Spirit because the the Spirit was always um, he's always kind of mysterious to me and I just I, again I make these for myself I make these because I have questions and uh, and so you know heading into next year I'll probably I'm going to start making um, my next film which is called The God Man and that's going to be all about Jesus and you know I again I, I feel like I, I I know a lot about Jesus but I really want to dig deep into like who he truly is and just really make you know the Jesus film for my generation the Jesus film that that I really want to see so you know all these films they, they definitely teach me something along the way and that's that's why I, I value them so much and I, I love that I get to do this for a living that I, you know I get to tell God's stories but you know honestly it's just I do this for me I do it because I just I really want to know who God is, yeah. if, that, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes sense. You know what? I, I'm realizing as you're saying this, it's almost like you're a living parable. <laughs> you know, all the stuff that's going on in your life suddenly becomes all these films. Yeah, that's probably a, that's a, that's a pretty decent way to put it. I mean, it definitely you can definitely find out kind of where I'm at based on the <laughs> the, 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 the the film that comes out in that particular you know season of my life exactly and it's i always say it about pastors too because i was one for a while is you could tell where they're going through by their sermon series <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's powerful once you realize that though and you know um i know just just looking at father of lights you know because that's the one i knew very intimately because of the yeah. being part of it but the whole point that we're living in a time right now with the fatherless generation Mm-hmm. And people talk more about Jesus, and like you were saying, it's almost like Jesus is 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 God's you know healthy and well adjusted son, right? And yeah. We could relate with him, you know, but I'm not sure about this Holy Ghost guy here with this really yeah. high power. I'm not sure about the Father up there. You know, he freaks me out. I'm just going to deal yeah. with Jesus as Lord. So I like the fact that you take that on. I don't know if you've ever noticed yeah. that. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I hear it all the time. A lot of people, you know, everybody always wants to give you their opinion. Like, this is my favorite. This is my, and I mean, Father of Lights is probably the one I get the most. That that's that's everybody's. That's a lot. Not everybody. It's a lot of people's favorite of the film. And I think because of the revelation that it brings to a lot of different people, because what we tend to do, obviously, is we will when you're talking about the Father, you, you kind of will place, you know, a lot of times your own experiences with your own earthly father, kind of like you put that template on top of him. And so however your, however your earthly dad was, that's kind of like, you, you, you know, unfortunately it gets kind of, the, the heavenly father gets kind of washed with the same brush. Um, and, and, you know, when you're talking about the fatherless generation, I mean, most of them don't even know their, their dad. And so it's, it, he becomes this kind of real ethereal, mysterious, kind of out there, you know, person. Um, but when I encountered the father's heart, that was when I was, uh, that, that just devastated me. That's when I like, I'm, I'm all in, I am all yours because anybody who could love that much, you know, I have no, no reason to be afraid of you anymore. Yeah. Wow. That's a, that's really good, Darren. So now this tell, tell us a little bit more about God, man. This is the, the new movie that you, that you're going to be working on soon. Yeah. So I'll probably start, um, I'll start raising money for it, and, and, and I want to I want to shoot it um, in 2018. But um, I don't I, honestly I don't know much about it. The Lord has given me very little. Um, I'll be kind of going off in September to kind of dream it all up with them. But I just know uh, this has been on my heart for a couple of years, and it's probably going to be the last of these. I guess what I call them the Godumentaries, the kind of God adventure movies. Um, because there's just, there's lots of other topics and, and different things of that movie types of movies that I want to make. And, um, but this is going to be the one that's like, I just want to really go out with a bang. And, um, I just, all I know is, is I just want to reveal who Jesus is to this generation. And, um, I want it to be super exciting and I want it to be really powerful. I want it to be a really big deal. Uh, so, you know, I just, I'm believing that the Lord's going to, Tell me how to do it. He's, he's he's never let me down, so I know he'll 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 give me some pretty good ideas of uh, of things. And you can rest assured, we'll probably we'll definitely be pushing some boundaries and and making some people uncomfortable. But <laughs> that's great. It's not a movie unless you do that, <laughs> right? And I like the fact that you're going to be seeking them in September because, of course, that's the days of all Rosh Hashanah. Ah, that's awesome. I didn't think about that. Yep, and a lot of revelation's going to be flowing right around then. And uh, while we were praying ahead of this, uh, we were praying just with the two of us, I gave you a word that between now and September, something's going to open for you. So, you know, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, for sure. Well, you also, you're working on uh, some television stuff. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, so I'm really, this has been a lot of fun. It's it's definitely been um, a different season for me. It's I've always wanted to do a TV show, and I just could never figure out the con- the right concept for 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 what I do. And but uh, this season just kind of opened up, and we had this opportunity with TBN and God TV and, and uh, basically all the channels um, just to make this show. And so the first show that uh, it's 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 out right now, and you can watch it on these these uh, those networks. You can get it from our website. Uh, it's called Adventures with God, and it really looks back over the last ten years just everything that I filmed because everything I do is just, I just have these kind of mini adventures that we just, you know, we slam them together in a really cool, really cool movies. But this is fun for me to be able to kind of really take these separate adventures and, and kind of draw them out and, and put in a lot of the extra stuff that didn't make it into the movie. And then, but also really look at different, just big questions that I have 
about God and about faith and, and kind of just, so I just kind of, you know, slam all these things together in this really fun, fast paced half hour TV show. Uh, and so adventures with God is kind of the first, my first kind of foray into TV. Uh, and then we have a new, a new, another series coming out called questions with God, which is really just me with a lot of my friends, just wrestling with these big questions that I, that I have, because what I've found in, I, I just, I don't have, like, I never really have peace, if that makes any sense. Like, I have peace, but, like, I have so many questions about God and about faith, and I don't do, like, pat answers well. And, and maybe it's the professor in me. I don't know. But I, I really, like, I really want to dig down, and I really want to, to understand God um, as much as I possibly can, knowing that I, you know, can't really ever fully understand Him. But I just, I, I don't like just... You know, God has his way. Well, okay, talk to me about his ways. I want to know what his ways are. You know, so for me, I would just love to kind of just dig into some of these bigger questions that, that I have that I'm finding that other people have, too. So questions is really just more of that kind of roundtable discussion with whether it's pastors, evangelists, celebrities, rock stars. I and mean, we just kind of, I just get a bunch of my friends together in a room, and we just have these just fun, deep discussions. So I'm um, finishing that up right now, uh, and then I'm I'm right in the middle of uh, season two of Adventures, and then that will be followed by season two of Questions. So I have two seasons of each, and then finally after that, I can get I can I'll have TV out of my system, so I can I can get back to making making movies, which is really what I think I'm I was created to do. So yeah, that's, that's what the Angel Breakthrough said to you, right? You know, it's yeah, just, yeah, it was filmmaking, even though the rest of it's 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 all good, you know. Yeah. It's, it's just a di- it's different seasons. It's different, you know. It's I, I definitely it's it's something that's important, and I think a lot of people will get get a lot of out of these things. But at the end of the day, I mean, I'm, I've been put on this earth to make movies that you know impact the generation. So that's I want to get back to that. I'm 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 getting excited uh, to to get back to my my real day job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds good, man. Well, here, well, let me just talk about the the whole creative process for a minute here, because here you were a professor and you made this big change. You borrowed equipment from your church, right, to to, mm-hmm. to do your first film. And you know, looking back on that film, uh, you know, I, I even heard you say, you know, that it wasn't exactly the quality you would do as a filmmaker. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. To be fair, I didn't. I didn't know what I was doing. I had. I mean, I'd never made a movie before. I'd never edited before, so I had to teach myself all this stuff, kind of as I was doing it. Whereas a lot of other people, they get to, you know, they get to have some failures first or whatever. And for me, it was just, I was just figuring it out as I as I went along. So all I really brought to the table was a, a, an understanding of storytelling, because I was a writer, and I I trained for you know, many years on, on how to, how to tell good stories, but always as a writer. So, you know, it's, it's funny. I look back and I, I've had to stop myself lately of, cause I'll, you, you want to look back and, and, and you look back 10 years ago and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I can't believe what that movie looks like right now. But at the same time, I realized, you know what, that's also, I think what helped make that movie, what it was because one, nobody had ever seen anything like this before. Um, but two, I think people really responded to the idea that this isn't some slick presentation. Like this guy's definitely not trying to pull the wool over our eyes because he doesn't even know what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was so like raw that I think people really responded to it because it was so, it was real. 
And, um, and so, you know, I, 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 I have to, I've forced myself over the last couple of years to stop like bashing finger of God, because, you know, the, the artistic part of me is like embarrassed, but at the same time, it really is, it, it needed to be that way. Um, for just the, the plan that God had for for all of this, so I'm just so I'm again I'm so grateful and so thankful that God, you know, picked out this 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 kid to to tell his story. Wow, you know, uh, it's so right. Don't don't despise humble beginnings. Exactly. And I will attest absolutely. I wasn't bashing at all. I just wanted people to know this is that um, you know we we sometimes can get hung up with perfectionism and things like that, and I know I'm guilty of that. But there was such a strong anointing that brought that with the hand of God. The finger of God was on the movie. It didn't mm. matter if you were borrowing, you know, your camera from your church or, you know, you're yeah. learning to do this on your Mac while, you know, while you're doing it. It didn't matter because when you obey the Lord, he will open the doors. Absolutely. And, and this is what I tell people all the time. You know, if God is truly calling you to do something, it's literally impossible for you to fail at it. Because he, he's not in the failure business. He doesn't do failure. You know what I mean? Like, and I found that when I, when I have failed, the biggest failures that I've had professionally have always come when I'm stepping out and trying to do, do my own thing or I'm trying to, like, um, you know, just I, I'm not really paying attention to what the Lord is asking of me. I'm just, oh, this is a good idea, and so I'll go do it. But whenever he has called me to do something, he has asked me to do something, one, it's really easy um, you know, to accomplish. But two, it always brings with it, you know, some sense of, of, of achievement. Now, it may not be like you're going to sell a million copies, but it, there's definitely like there's fruit that will always come from the things that he's called you to do. So I always tell people, just stop stressing out, man. Just be obedient. The best thing, you, best, you know, creative advice, professional advice I can give you is just be obedient to the Spirit. Because when you're obedient to him, he, he knows what he's doing. And he will take care of you. Yeah. And another thing I'd like to uh, just point out is you don't need a visitation from a breakthrough angel. <laughs> no, you don't. You just need that. You need, but you do have to have an intimacy with God. You do need to be able to hear his voice in some way, shape or form. But, you know, when I made finger of God, I could, I mean, I literally, um, I couldn't hear the voice of God at all. And so the, for me, it was the angelic encounter. And that was it. And the rest of it was just, People that I filmed, I'm like, did God tell you anything? Did God tell you anything for me? Because it's like I didn't trust my own ability to hear him. But again, you know, making these films, the Lord slowly kind of drew um, this thing out of me, and, and I started to, to realize what true intimacy with Him looks like. And I, I learned how to hear His voice. Um, but I, I do. I'm a strong advocate of really kind of zeroing in and, and learning to hear what the voice of God sounds like to you whether it's through the word, whether it's through dreams, whether it's through whatever he's going to, however he wants to communicate. Um, Because otherwise you're just, you know, you're on an island and you're just guessing. And, you know, I'm not really, I'd much rather, you know, skip the the line and go straight to whatever he wants me to do. Well, on that topic of of hearing God, how does God tend to speak to you? Yeah, so he'll do a a couple of things. Um, He speaks really strongly to me through dreams. Um, that's one thing. And I've noticed, you know, if, if, if you want them to speak to you through dreams, you got to start paying attention to your dreams. Most people don't, they don't remember their dreams because they're not paying attention to them. Uh, that's one thing, but honestly, he'll just, he speaks to me a lot through, um, 
through when I'm, when I'm reading the word, he'll talk to me. Um, a lot of times for me, it's, it's in church during worship, uh, where I'm just kind of starting to get lost, um, just in his spirit. And that's when, you know, I'll get pictures or ideas and half the time you'll see me in church, I'm scribbling something down because the Lord just spoke to me again. So, um, but really I just, it's kind of like any time you just sit down and, and, and I just try to listen to him. Uh, it's usually, it's usually like little, little phrases or pictures that he'll give. If I'm, if I'm praying for somebody else, it's always pictures. But when it's just me and him kind of one-on-one, um, it's a lot of times it's just, it's little phrases or impressions that I get, um, that then he'll, he'll usually kind of, he'll use other people a lot of times to kind of confirm those things. So it's, it's the whole gamut, um, really, but I've just, I've definitely learned to know, like, you know, pay attention to the little whispers because that's usually who he, that's where he's found. Yep, exactly. I love that. And we all, we all hear God based on our gifts and our personality. Mm-hmm. I, I always say God will speak to you any way you'll hear. You know, if, if you're listening <laughs> yeah. to secular music, he's going to do that. He just wants to yep, get his message absolutely. to you because of intimacy and his great love. So it sounds like a pretty wild ride you've been on. Was there ever a point where you wondered if you, you know, if this was crazy, maybe you should stop? Did you ever have any really difficult times? Um, not really. I mean, not as far as this stuff goes. I mean, I've always, it's it's been so much fun. I mean, honestly, the, the there's been some really, people think that it's like all kind of unicorns and rainbows, like making these movies. But honestly, it's a ton of work. And um and I, there's always at the end of, at the end of kind of the filming process, there's, I'm like so close to burnout because it just stretches me. I mean, people, a lot of times they think that they get stretched watching an hour and a half of my films, but you have to understand it's for me, it's like, it's, it's a year to a year and a half of getting stretched to the extreme. And so, you know, it's, there's a reason I, I haven't filmed anything for three years since I finished filming the Holy Ghost, the two Holy Ghost movies, because it's like that thing almost killed me. And so for me, it's it's really about just kind of recharging and, and getting back to like, you know, the kind of my my first love, so to speak. Um, but I've never really like questioned if I'm nuts or anything like that, because I mean the fruit the fruit is so apparent. Yeah. Um, that it's it's that 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 has that's gone by the wayside for sure. Yeah. So what, what are some of the, you know, the, the fruit, what are, what are you hearing as far as the responses back? Oh gosh. I mean, I mean, thousands upon thousands of people, you know, people, people getting saved, watching the films, people getting healed, watching the movie. I mean, it's, 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 it runs the whole gamut, but mostly it's just, it's so fun for me to, to see, to have people come up to me and they'll say, I know you've heard this a thousand times, but like, I just like, thank you. Thank you for making these movies because they've literally changed my life. And I've heard that more than I can possibly count more times. And it never gets old because you just like, it just reminds you like, okay, like this is why I do this. Because when you, I make these things and a lot of ways I'm making them in a vacuum. I'm like in my basement making, you know, putting these movies together my, in my little studio uh, and just the fact that they've traveled all over the world and, and that they've, they've, they've done so much for so many people. I mean, it's, it's, it's super, super humbling to me. Um, but I just, I can't, I still, I just go back. I can't believe God chose me. I can't believe he chose me. 
because uh, I had such a bad attitude at the beginning. It was just like I, he just he's he's incredible. He's yeah. the most grace filled person I've I've ever encountered. Me too. And you know what? It makes it believable. You know, it's not like you were yeah. handed this grant and this, you know, this whole thing. And you were just handed this vision and the word of the Lord and you were obedient and you went out and wow, look, 10 years later and the kingdom of God is, uh, is full of fruit, full, 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 yeah. more than 10 years uh, is just so full now because of all you did, you know, and, and um, so I just want to have you pray and release uh, whatever you feel God is yeah. giving you right now for our followers. I'd, I'd love to. Well, Heavenly Father, I just um, I just pray for everybody who's listening to this. And God, I just, first of all, I just release uh, just a fresh wave of your creative spirit. Uh, there's, I just sense there's a lot of people listening to this, and you're just, you're so hungry to do something for the kingdom. You're so hungry. You just like, but you don't know what to do or you feel frustrated or you feel held down. And so I just, first of all, just release breakthrough to you. And I release uh, just a fresh creativity, but I also release a boldness um, to just do whatever God is asking you to do. And, and father, I ask that you will begin to to speak to, to, to those who are listening to this, that you'll be able to speak to them in new ways, that you'll speak to them in their dreams. You'll begin to, your whispers will become louder to them. And Father, I just ask that you will blow away, just like a, I just see, like, not, not like a hurricane, it's just like a kind of a cool breeze, just kind of very easily blowing away the enemy and, and what he's trying to do and how he's trying to stop different people from stepping into the destiny that you've, that you've set aside for them, that you'll just blow those things away and that you will give them a clear path ahead uh, and you'll give them wisdom and that you'll give them strength uh, and you'll give them a boldness to be able to just put one foot in front of the other and to be obedient to you. And, uh, and so father, I just pray a blessing over everyone. I pray your, your favor over them and just your, your creative spirit to begin to just really blossom in their life. And uh, father, we just, we give your grace and your love to everybody in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Wow. Well, you know, the presence just opened right now. I'm in tears because of the there's a strong anointing you have, Darren, for intimacy and mm. uh and and revelation and that breaker anointing angel, that breaker, I tell you, breakthrough angel, uh still operates through you and opens mm. things up. I just felt something now. I don't know what quite what it is, I'll probably journal after we get off here, but boy, something opened up and I know that with our listeners Share this with others because it's going to open something up in the area of what God's calling you to. If you, you know, maybe you didn't even realize you had a vision, God's going to open things up. Wow. Well, really appreciate it. We have Darren Wilson with us. Darren, tell us how we can get a hold of you and follow you. Yeah. I mean, the best, if you want to find out what we're up to, um, honestly, just go to uh, our website, wpfilm.com. That's WP as in Wanderlust Productions, wpfilm.com got all of our tv shows the movies uh my books it's got everything on there so that's the best place you can find us on facebook instagram twitter you know it's all we're, we're pretty pretty easy to find these days but uh but yeah the best place to start is probably the website at wpfilm.com and that has the tv shows as well has it all man it has everything on there for you oh, wow well, we really appreciate it we are so grateful for darren wilson we just want to say god bless you thank you for what you do Thank you to your family who paid the price for your team, who paid the price, because I know anyone who's doing what you do had to pay a price. So, Father, we pray 
back upon Darren and his family and his tribe a blessing. All that they've given now would come back to them like a wave, wave, wave in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, God bless you all. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.